Everybody get into character, you're Batman. <laughs> Nobody's Batman. Not, your motivation not is yet. your motivation is being Batman. Alright, everybody, welcome to the very first uh, Six Feets Under guest game. Uh, who's that guest, you might ask? Well, we'll get to them eventually. I'm your once again host, Ironicus, here with Drackle and Ix, regular contributors to Six Feets Under, and here comes our special guest, James D'Amato, of several uh, Peaches and Hot Sauce Productions. Uh, say hello to the people, James. Hey, everyone. Uh, would you mind introducing yourself and your projects for people who might have listened to this one first, or who listened to this one second, but really like a sense of deja vu? <laughs> Alright, I am James. I, I'm James D'Amato. Oh, I'll say my name too. I don't mind throwing my identity out there. I am the host of the One Shot Podcast on Peaches and Hot Sauce. It's very similar to this show. We take actors and comedians from around Chicago and other to play role-playing games. And not just one kind of role-playing game, every imaginable role-playing game. Every month we feature a new game and a new cast of players, and uh, we just show you what the system's like. I also have a show called Critical Success, where we analyze role-playing games and give you techniques on how to be a better dungeon master or even player. I feel like we had some shade thrown on us during that. Oh, I can't snap. Really, I can't exactly point out where. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I will, if you want to check out One Shot RPG and you really like listening to Fiasco, which is why you're here, uh, there are two episodes you've done so far. X-People, which is set in the... An X-Men pastiche, you could say? Yes. Okay. Pastiche. Not, 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 not anything that could tie us up legally, I assure you. <laughs> and uh, there's also one similarly set in the Alien franchise. I forget the name of that episode. Yeah, but... An Alien. It's That's called, called An Colonials. Alien. Clone, oh, yes. I was close. Uh, <laughs> If, um, but we also had an episode, Ironicus, with you, which uh, we should point out. <laughs> two, uh, two episodes? Well, it, it was split into two. Well, that's that's true. I, I consider like <laughs> the series, the game itself, to be a full, complete episode. But yeah, it's two episodes, um, and we ran police cops in that, and you played an amazing cop, Reggie Brains, yes. uh, who was... Uh, I, I cannot describe how much I love the character concept. It's a cross between Northern Exposure and every every bookish cop you've ever seen in any media. It's a delightful episode. Except he was also a severely creepy nerd by accident, we realized, in the middle of rolling him up. <laughs> well, you know, you can't remove yourself from any character true, you play. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but enough about that show. Back to this one. Like previously mentioned, we're going to be playing Fiasco. A uh, storytelling game of uh, high impulse control and, wait, that's the opposite of facts, of high ambition and low impulse control. Uh, people getting into small time trouble with big time consequences. It's uh, from Bully Pulpit Games, designed by one Jason Morningstar, and uh, you should check it out. It's one of those great designs that only comes around once every few years. And it's a few years old, so I guess we're due. Uh <laughs> yeah. Get to it. Yeah. Uh, but not just any uh, game of Fiasco. You see, Fiasco runs with uh, these lists of charts, basically, called playsets that determine the, uh, the setting and some of the assumptions of your game. Uh, and there are several 
uh, uh, published playsets, but also there's a thriving uh, uh, community of people making their own. And we happen to have one of those people as our special guest. Oh my! Oh my! Uh, so this this playset is called Small Time Gotham, and I'll give you three guesses to what it's about. Uh, it's definitely set in a Batman pastiche, legally distinct Batman, the Warner Time Warner property. So Warner Time, point that out. All right, it's a dash in between Batman. Yeah, exactly. He was bit by a radioactive I mean, bat. That's the character the has means. a mustache in this one. <laughs> it's, it's called Bateman. It's about Jason Bateman. Uh, yeah. yeah. My parents were uh, in an were, alternate. My parents were revived by a petty criminal. <laughs> uh, so this one comes with a briefing. Does anybody want to read the briefing? I'm Batman. Okay. It's- there you go. All right, no. let's get to it. Gotham is a city of myths. Good clashes with the twisted, grinning reflection of evil under eternal twilight. It is the front line for an unending war of justice against crime. There are people here who live as absolutes, who give their lives to higher causes, who push themselves to the limits of humanity. You are not one of those people. You are the beat cops, the marks, the dime store vigilantes, the henchmen, and two bit crooks trying to get by in the crossfire of unstoppable forces and immovable objects. This town will break your heart. Take your wallet, carve a smile on your face to let you bleed on the street. This makes Gotham the perfect environment for high ambition and poor impulse control. Remember, what doesn't kill you will probably leave you horribly scarred and criminally insane. So with that, let's roll some dice. Yeehaw. Now, uh, Alrighty. Like I mentioned, Fiasco works with a series of charts. And what do you do with those charts? Well, you roll four dice per player. We have uh, four players. That's 20 dice. And uh, we're looking at 20 randomly chosen results between one and six. And now we get to use those d- uh, values plus those charts provided in the Small Time Gotham Playbook to figure out relationships between our characters. Um, according to the rules, uh, uh, the setup starts with the person who grew up in the smallest town. Denver isn't that small. Uh, I think that's going to be Drackle anyway we slice it. Oh, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't probably. have a character yet. How do you know? He was getting really into it. <laughs> oh, I'm Batman. Oh, yeah, that was that. That probably is me. So, yeah, uh, you've got... I do believe every number available to you, so you can pick uh, really anything to start defining your relationships. Do you want to have a family relationship, a work relationship, rivalry, a super villainous one, a heroic one, romantic? Hmm, so I get to choose one of these categories? Uh, yes, you get to ch- and the pick out of the pile the, the die with the number that corresponds to it. So if you, say, did want that a work relationship, you'd have to pull one of the twos out. Okay. Let's see here. So, like, say I want to do, uh, uh, let's see. Like, if I want to do supervillain, I have to take a four? Exactly. Yep. And yes. choose whether you want to have a supervillainous relationship with uh, Ix or a supervillainous relationship with myself. Because you're not defining your person, you're defining their relationships to others. Ah, 
Okay, I will choose you, Ironicus. Okay, so that four goes between us. Okay. All right. Um, play continues clockwise. X. Oh yeah. Okay, let's take a look. Do I have to do a relationship, or can I break out of that? Uh, you can. No, it's uh, it always starts with relationships, yeah. and then you build mm. out from there because everybody needs to have a relationship to start. Oh, well, that's disappointing, so I'm going to go ahead and set up a rivalry with James. Oh, yeah. Okay. With a number three die. (laughs) All right. And I think for Iran's, you know what? Let's make this a little bit. Uh, asymmetrical. We are going to have a heroic relationship. Yeah, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> You're playing both sides of the law, buddy. Yes, I am. And which one do I want to define farther? Oh. You know what I want to do? I want to turn. I think you actually have to finish. I think you have to finish uh, defining Drekel and Ix relationship, actually. Oh well, I'll just have to. Yeah. S- Before I'll, I'll just have to white knuckle and hope I get one of the die I want in the end. Then, so uh, who the yeah. hell am I? <laughs> well, I don't know who you are, but I know that you've got a family relationship with Drakel's character, whoever that winds up being. Oh. Hmm. Come on, sound a little more cheerful about it. What the hell? Yay. There you go. Okay, it's Drackle's turn again. Okay, so I do I have to choose a different category? Uh, no, you see how all six categories no. have six specifics beneath them? Oh, Now okay, you get to so that... define uh, our supervillainous relationship or your family oh. relationship further. Okay. You can actually define anybody's or, relationship or, on yeah. the board if you want. Right. Okay, so I get to, like, say, I choose, if I wanted to do another one with you, I would choose wh- which one of these that I actually want our relationship to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> um. Oh, we don't have any of those die. Ha-ha. Ah. Uh. Okay, I will choose number two. We're pretty low on odd numbers, as it turns out, somehow. Yeah. Okay, so that means... Well, we all went for it. So that means uh, one of us is a world-class assassin, and the other is a criminal mastermind. With quotes around them. With quotes. (laughs) They leave it really up in the air how, how true those statements actually are. All right. Let's see. I think I'm going to mess with that heroic die between Ironicus and James. Oh, let's see. Let's take me to something good, please. Oh, boy. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, man. What is with these die? That is... Uh... It's almost like... Hmm. I hope you like fours. Oh, I love them. <laughs> I'm going to... <laughs> Yep, I was just reading that when you said that. So one of you is destined to die tragically and soon, and the other will swear to avenge this. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay. Hmm. 
Let's see. Oh, man. That's a shame. I, I like that one. All right. This is... Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to grab... We're opposite-themed henchmen. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. well... I've, I get to define oh. that family relationship again, it looks like. Mm. Uh, Tell us about your fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your headcanon. Uh, you know, I could punish you right now with that. <laughs> for that. Uh, and I don't want to waste all the sixes. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, Drackle and Ix, you are near strangers who had a baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Excuse me. Made a baby. <laughs> you made a baby. What do it we baby, name him? I, it doesn't say how. I mean... I'm asking Drackle. You have nothing to do with this. Drix. Okay. <laughs> That's really bad. I'm not going to call him that, but you can, I guess. Okay. How do I turn off the grid? It's really so, messing with me. The phrasing "made a baby" sounds like you could like it's more broad than just a nor like maybe we made a baby snowman. Uh, no, we had a baby. Maybe you just had some weird goo in a test tube, and you put like electrodes in it, and a baby came out. We got our mad science set. style. Uh, in any case, now we get to go around the, uh, the whole way again, and we get to start adding detail to these relationships. We're going to want at least one need, at least one location, and at least one uh, object. And uh, keep in mind that these are things that are tied to the relationship. Say, something about uh, this world-class assassin and criminal mastermind uh, they're obsessed with this need, or uh, this relationship uh, uh, is a external image. Uh, the, the location is an external image of their relationship, or something like that. For instance. All right. So, am I starting again? Yes. Okay. So, under the needs section. I'm choosing one of these. Um, needs or objects or locations. Unless oh, unless you were saying need because you chose need. Oh, okay. So we can choose from any of those. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to need to look at this for a second. You can declare a need to avenge, to get, to find, or to finally, dot, dot, dot. Or we have locations in an animated timeline, you can call that. Or so I could just oh, declare which version of Batman we live in? Well, uh, if you decide to grab one of those twos for a location, we know that there will be the one of the animated timelines will, will, will be the location. Hmm. <laughs> 
Let's see. Or a landmark, or something bat-related, or something underbelly-related for, for the location. Or if you want to pick an object, there's villainous objects, animals. But I'm only choosing which category this time. I'm telling so like you I'm... the choice you're making. Oh. Because we have twos, fours, fives, and sixes available, and you could pick a need, a location, or an object, Those there are those 12 uh, uh, things you could... Uh, 12 categories you can lay out. If you'd like to pass, we can just come around you. I... Yeah, I think I need to pass. I'm paralyzed with choices. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I think I'm going to have to go with an object for somebody. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I've... I, I know what I would love. Oh, yeah? There's a chance... I've got a good idea, too. That the heroic relationship between James and I could be defined by a uh, police cruiser. I don't know. I was... Oh. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Just cops who both moonlight as uh, uh, as criminals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... It's so dumb and so wonderful. I love every bit of that. All right, I'll leave. I'll leave that one to you too. Then, let's see. I think I'll. Damn, this is harder than it looks, and it looks pretty hard because it's a bunch of lists of numbers. And I think I've got it. Uh... Oh wait, we don't have any threes, do we? So I can't do that. Nope. But. Whatever it is. Well, like, say, if I wanted a misplaced object, don't I need a three die and then whatever die within that? I don't know, but our yeah. need is to avenge. Oh, man. Okay. To avenge in some fashion related to this baby. <laughs> All right. We're the baby Avengers. Hello. Need to... Dracula okay. share a need to avenge... Something. I... I always like the need, because a need is often uh, a driving force in a fiasco. Mm. Uh, yep. We might wind up with two needs by the end, though. So, hey, competing needs. I am going to define Ironicus and Dracul's relationship and say it is defined by an animal. All right. Object animal? Okay. Yeah. I'm super. I'm really hoping that somehow your relationship gets defined by a penguin with a bomb strapped to it. <laughs> that seems like a great way for a world class assassin and a criminal mastermind. A okay, I'm gonna take my turn to grab this six <laughs> for a second object because I want that goddamn police cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so James and I have an, uh, a transportation object, which I'm crossing fingers will end up being a police cruiser. Uh, uh, which means that 
James and X's relationship should have a location attached to it, just so we wind up having two locations. I mean, right. uh, at least one location in play. Also, at most one, in this case. I guess uh, I'll take my turn, and I'll grab the four to say we are avenging our tainted reputation. Yeah, I can imagine that after having a babe with you. <laughs> and remember, I mean, we haven't determined what these mean. Maybe you're, uh, you both have a tainted reputation together that you need to uh, avenge, or one of you tainted the reputation and the other is seeking vengeance over it from the other. Maybe, who knows? Maybe we're both individually seeking a vengeance over each other. Yeah. Two men and a baby and a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright. Um, let's see. I feel like I should define that animal. That sounds about right. <laughs> of course you should. Um, oh no, I lost track of my win. Okay, we're good. <laughs> we got a four, two, and a five. That means it's a... Black cat, a joker fish, or a penguin with a bomb strapped to it. All right, all right, I'll do the penguin <laughs> with the bomb strapped to it. Yeah. Jeez. The real pack of hyenas is in this call. <laughs> I have a good idea for how I wanted to find James and Nick's. Okay. Well, it's James's turn. You get to play the last die. Yeah. So. Also, well, there's three left. Yeah, James Absolutely. and it's me, then be a you. Police cruiser. It's that a... wasn't even a question. Yes. Uh, oh, right. never mind. That that spoiled mine. Then it's going to be a location. Uh, bet- and since there's a two and a four remaining, that means it's either going to be the an animated timeline or a landmark. And I think it's only fair because I know someone's been hoping for this. The location. Defining James and X's character's relationship will be an animated timeline. You're the person who was oh, hoping man. for that, though. I heard you talking but, about it. Uh, Dracula was, too. We were hoping for different animated yeah. timelines. Also, just so also. you know, The Last Die is wild, so you can pick any animated timeline from the list. Oh, man. Wait, is, is that on me, then? Yes, you're the closer. It's mm, Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> And it all takes place in Scooby-Doo. No. <laughs> you have the power! For, you for, have that power. For people at home who haven't downloaded this uh, play set, that's not a joke. It's in the list. It's one of the... I'm not... I don't think I want to do that this time. I'm going to say... I'm going to set it in Batman the Animated Series. Oh, a classic. That, that was a series cool. that knew when to get real. Uh, I will say Brave and the Bull did just as much, just less often. Mm-hmm. All right. Have you seen that Emperor Joker episode, Sweet Lord? Uh, chill of the night. Now it's time to put all the die back in the middle and figure out who the heck we are. Yep. Okay. Well, I have a baby. <laughs> You're not the only one with a baby. <sighs> I'm the only this one who cares about this baby. This is why this didn't work out. 
Jeez. I'm gonna avenge my Do you, you wanna roll the dice again? Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter for to. a little bit. Okay. It won't matter until halftime. AKA the tilt. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, so now I think now, Dracul, I'll let you choose. Do you want to be the world-class assassin or the criminal mastermind who is in cahoots with the other one, who is me? Uh, I want to be the assassin. I can mastermind. All right. All right. Mm. So we already know from the police cruiser that my mastermind is... Uh, his secret identity is a beat cop. Which <laughs> helps in the masterminding quite a, quite a great deal. Um, I... Feel like what might end up happening is that your need related to your baby is going to be driving some sort of plot that you can't figure out, and you need your your buddy the mastermind. So I got a feeling my character is going to be sort of ancillary and then brought in as things go on mm-hmm. to that. Um. So I'm specifically, well, James and I are specifically henchmen, so is James going to be your henchman who's disguised as your co-police officer? Oh, that could be cool. I think that's perfect. Alright, so if I mean, you're yeah. if you're a police-themed henchman, <laughs> then I need to be an opposite. An, an, Wait a minute, that, is right? his criminal mastermind also police-themed? I Clearly. love that. Oh, Clearly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we're so, not actual wait. cops. We're just police-themed criminals <laughs> who stole so, a, a, a no, police No, no. The best is yet. The best is yet to come because that means that I need to be an opposite-themed henchman, which an means I need to henchman. be a criminal-themed henchman. I'm in disguise. I'm a criminal-themed so criminal. I'm the Hamburglar. <laughs> oh my god. I'm constantly dressed in all black stripes, with a tiny domino mask. But that's only to throw people off my trail because I, the crimes I commit are high fraud and accountancy. Oh, where's the text? Here's the text. It hasn't, it hasn't worked yet, but it's going to. <laughs> oh, but my reputation as a criminal, criminal has been tainted by having a baby. Yeah, people think you went soft. But I love this baby so much, I can't let them know. <laughs> so I have to kill the other parent, so that they don't think I'm soft, but I can keep this baby. Because the only other option would be to get rid of this baby, and I'm not doing that, I love him too much. So Dracul has to go. <laughs> uh, I, I have named my uh, criminal mastermind, my police-themed criminal mastermind. His, uh, oh, his cover name is Eric Mulrooney, but his criminal mastermind name is The Dispatch. You want to hear my criminal name? Yes. The Crookster. <laughs> Wait a minute. Since when do henchmen get named? I'm a henchman of myself. Like, if I'm... Uh, if, hey, if, if, I'm a, if I'm a crook-themed... Like, it's part of my theme to be a henchman, but in reality, I'm on my own. Okay. <laughs> but, like, the Crookster is his real criminal name, but as a henchman, he's just a nameless henchman. Yeah, that's... Oh, I like that. I infiltrate other people's operations... <laughs> And fuck him up because I'm the real criminal mastermind. Oh, so your I'm... tainted reputation is that whenever you get hired as a henchman, everything goes to shit. <laughs> no, that still has to have to do with the baby. Okay. The, I like the baby 
making it seem like I've gone soft, but I love the baby, so I have to kill Drackle. How did you two wind up having a baby? That's an excellent is, question. Is, is it a science experiment gone wrong or right, if you're into that sort of baby thing? <laughs> you know, if, if you like raising children, then it went right. Hmm. I've never tried it myself. <laughs> if my mother-in-law is listening, uh, sorry. Why on earth would the crookster go in for that kind of thing, though? Damn, this is a tough one. I think it happened by accident. A lot of Don't things in Gotham all. happened because people fell into chemicals. We're trying so to discover... You could have both fallen into some chemicals. <laughs> Our baby's a plant. There was a great big heist at the fertility clinic, and they fell into fertility chemicals. Ah, our ba- no, our baby's a mandrake. And Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Fantastic Film Junior happened. No, our baby's a mandrake root. You know... <laughs> I can't... This text tool doesn't make any sense to me. It, it's not great. Because... Uh, our baby's a mandrake. I'm... That's it. That's happening. It's canon. That's what I got. I only have a name so far, which is Sansa, which maybe it's a code name, but not. Assassins have, like, one-word code names. That's totally cool. Yeah. The real reason uh, is I, love I, just that finished, he... I just finished watching Game of Thrones Season 1, so that's the first name that came to my head. Yeah, I love that, that your assassin name, you picked a female Game of Thrones character. Maybe that's... my character's the mom. That's yeah. very telling. The mom of this mandrake baby. <laughs> the dispatch and first responder. <laughs> Here to do all of your yes. crimes. I like it. I'm adding it. <laughs> how, do, how do I change? There we go. Wait, no, if... James's first responder. Oh, what a, who am I? I just, do you need you a call yourself theme, Sansa? You need a cop theme name too if you're working for Ironicus even no, temporarily. I, I, I think you just sort of contracted. Uh, Probably will have contracted the uh, the mastermind services. Yeah, he's he's like Deathstroke. Mastermind My for hire. Oh, okay. Maybe like I don't know, like we have to have some like cover for when we meet up. So Drackle's trying to figure out what the heck is up with his baby, and he con- contacts. Well, it the sounds dispatch. like we're done with setup and are now. No, wait. I'm okay. I still want. I'm still unsure on why Drackle is contacting you in the first place, because I'm the one who's trying to avenge the ta- the baby. Well, that's something we can play to find out. Okay, I but, I'm, yeah. but I mean, going by this, the very first scene is going to be that, so okay. I hope you two have ideas. So, would you say you just established that scene where that is where yep. this question gets answered? Yep, sounds like it. Okay, uh, so that means gets a call from the Santa. rest of us will be uh, resolving uh, the Crookster's scene, or um, yes, yes, I guess so. So we, we, we get in. to choose to resolve whether it's a positive or negative come for for Icus. Yes, or for yeah. For people listening who aren't that familiar with Fiasco, that's basically the uh, the, the core mechanic is. We go around taking turns making scenes that feature our characters, and we can choose either to establish the scene, sort of act as the film director, and set uh, what's going on, what question is going to be answered, what are the stakes, etc. Or and then the other three will resolve it, decide whether it works out well for that character or not, and signify that by giving them either a white die for happy endings or a black die for negative outcomes. 
Or you can choose to do it the other way around. You can choose to have the people who aren't you establish the scene for your character, and then you get the power to pick their ending. There are advantages to both. <laughs> do, do you want to uh, know how you're going to come out of it and risk being put in a tight spot? Or do you want to get the scene, uh, control of the scene, and then lose control over what uh, happens to your character? Those are the choices you must make every time it's your turn. All right. So I think establishing this means that this is Sansa contacting the dispatch, and the problem is the, that they're going to discuss is the crookster. So the outcome of this conversation determines whether or not okay. the dispatch is going to start going for the crookster or something like that. All right. Mm-hmm. And also, what's up with this baby? That's actually the telephone. That's not. That's not. What about baby? What a bad feast. What is? Uh. Hello. Uh. It's me. Of course it is. I'm a mastermind. You probably shouldn't just say that over the phone, you know. <laughs> Nobody's listening to this. I'm a mastermind. Right. <laughs> I would have known. Uh, In any case, why are you calling me? Shouldn't you be killing someone for money? Well, you see, I was in the middle of that, and something came up. Do you know where this guy calls himself the Crookster? I've seen him around. We took him in a few times. Mm. Well, let's just say he's on the loose again. And this time he kind of has something important. Ah, so what you mean by that is he's on the loose again. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, and what I, do you expect me to do about it? Why don't you just kill him? Well, that's the thing. Nobody knows where he is. I can put out an APB, but it'll cost you. Hmm. I'll pay anything. Alright. Well, I think that can be arranged. I think uh, this scene is going to end with a black die for the crookster because I just agreed to take a hit out on him. <laughs> Alright, but while you were talking about that, I think that... Even though crookster... I, I'm being hired I know, I know. by the assassin... I know, I know, I know, but <laughs> I think that the Crookster's current whereabouts should definitely be behind That's... you, mopping the floor, disguised as your janitor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, uh, I'll send... he's, wearing a, he's wearing a jacket that says the mobster on the back. I'll send That's one perfect. of my many henchmen, for I'm a successful mastermind, uh, to, to case his uh, last known whereabouts. Hey, you, mobster. As soon as you find out where it yeah. is. That's what do they want. You, you were saying, Sansa, yes, I know your name. I am a mastermind. Mm -hmm. As soon as you find out where he is, tell me. Oh, okay. I will do so, for that is the job you're paying me for. As I was <laughs> saying, mobster, you, hench henchman with the janitorial duties. Hey, what's up? And the baby. I know what you're thinking. Why'd you bother to hire such a rude guy? But I'll tell you, I'm the best monster on this side of Gotham. <laughs> you see these flaws? You could eat off them. It's true. We do have to keep up with, uh, uh you know, <laughs> police code. Police regulation, yeah. And whatever, yeah, your weird theme, whatever. <laughs> what do you know about the Crookster? Ah, uh, he's got Stur in his name like me. 
Uh, he's probably a criminal with a name like that. I want you to look into him. There's a cut in the fee. He's crossed someone, a very dangerous man, and it's our job to track him down. Okay. I'm, my character's female. Okay. Yeah, don't be rude. I'm a mastermind. I'm I'm, I'm obfuscating uh, the identity I'm of my contract. Yeah, you uh, you want me to finish this room first? Uh, just do that now. I'm gonna, I'm literally a janitor. I'm in the I'm in I'm literally janitor. I'm in the middle of the room. <laughs> I left you a path to get out if you want. Like first responder. All right, I'll fi- I'll finish mopping then. No, you yeah, the first, yeah, responder first responder will finish here. Mopping. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go. Here's my mop. Ah, uh, guy, you're giving me mopping duties again? Come on, you know. Just because you got my mop doesn't mean you gotta imitate my voice, man. It's just hurtful. <laughs> this is how I talk, alright? You talk uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, a Jewish mother. <laughs> I talk like a Chicago guy, alright? <laughs> I'm an import. Hey, whatever, I'm out of here. Okay, so th- that's the end of that scene, and we, the, the crookster did receive a black die. He's aware that there's someone looking for him, but. I'm sweating through my fake mustache. All these dangerous people looking for him is certainly not a good thing. <laughs> I gotta get home and make sure my Mandrake baby is Continuing okay. Continuing clockwise, now we have a scene that centers on first responder. Alright, I think oh, oh, what wait. I'm gonna do Although is... I, I always forget this Ooh. one important thing. This being Act 1, Ix, you have to oh, right, right. die away. Alright, I think it's appropriate that... I hand this to Sansa. Okay. Yeah, sure, why not? So, I'm sorry. Back to, uh, uh, uh. First responder. First responder. Yeah. Establish I, a result. I think I'm going to set a scene. Yeah. I, I, so, I, I think uh, we're rivals, um, not only in an, uh, in costume, but we're rivals out of costume, except we don't know it. We live in the same apartment building, <laughs> Crookster. Yeah. Uh, and I hate you because your friggin' Mandrake baby keeps me up uh, Our apartment all the time. With opposite themes then too, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that only makes sense. How's, how's your apartment decorated? Uh, Mine's my, like a disco my, pastiche. All the p- pastiches tonight. What's the opposite of disco? Disco pastiche. Oh, man. The opposite of disco... My apartment is a brutalist... uh, (laughs) And it's also... uh, No, it's not a pastiche. It's completely genuine, because it's the opposite. Yeah. You had a real... Yeah, it's it's fully genuinely brutalist. It's uh, just concrete surfaces and steel. There's a lot of rusted girders sticking out of the wall. It's all intentional. It wasn't. Uh, no. This is how my character prefers to live, except with the baby. Um, but I, baby. Yeah, my character is is uh, li- lying up in bed right now because there is an unworldly thing uh, coming from the wall that's adjacent to mine. Uh, I I should point out that in order to introduce this scene, a Batman the Animated Series style title card pops up, uh, and the title (laughs) of this episode is Cops and Robbers, uh, and it's got that whimsical music that they often used for Harley Quinn, uh, so it's very bouncing, and uh, there's a lot of levity there, but uh, I, I... 
get get up uh, from bed. I can't sleep. I had the pillow around my head. My eyes are bloodshot. Uh-oh. Hello? And he's dead. Oh, he, he finally got some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then a normal night's rest. Okay, so I've got bloodshot eyes. Uh, my hair is completely disheveled. Uh, I have to be at work soon, so I sit up on the bed um, and I just I, I take my my uh, nightstick that's part of my uh, costume and I slam it against the wall shut that kid up <laughs> it's three o'clock in the morning some people have to be at work in two hours alright oh man what do I feed a baby a mandrake to keep it quiet I don't know anything about plants or babies oh shit Guess I'm, I'm just... coming over there. That's oh. it. I'm coming over there. Oh, uh, I walk out of the door of my apartment. <laughs> I I go over to your import uh, your apartment. I start shaking the knob. Open this door. Open this door right now. Ah, uh, fine. Yeah. Fine. I open the door a crack, and you see me dressed up in disco wear because my apartment is currently set up to dis- disguise me as a disco henchman of an unrelated supervillain. Um, uh, so yeah, I, what do you look, want? I look inside the apartment. There's a disco ball. There are lights, and th- oh, jeez, oh, jeez. This represents every time this uh, we're cutting the commercial on the cartoon. These are really bad commercials, like mid-sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's it'd be like Fox Kids or Saturday Morning or something. So, all right. Okay, so... I returned again. Where'd you lose me that time? The lights and disco ball. Okay, uh, so I I look in, I see the uh, lights, disco ball, there's a soft beat of music in the background, and he says, No wonder your goddamn baby's crying all the time. You're keeping it up at all hours of the night with your dance parties. You you gotta shut this off. You want a baby to sleep. Don't curse in front of the kid. I read that's bad. <laughs> you read that's bad? You got a kid and you don't even know you're not supposed to goddamn curse in front of it? <laughs> Look, you're being What's pretty... wrong with I'm gonna, you? I'm going to close this door. <laughs> I, I stop it with my nightstick and I pry it back open. Oh, no, I'm, I'm... going to call child services on you, buddy. Now's a good time for everybody to decide on the die for this. You can believe him because he's a cop. Oh, no, this guy's a cop. I clearly have a mustache on my face. Nobody is taking this baby. I love this baby. Get your nightstick out of this door, you cop I or cop stripper. I think something good's gonna happen to first responder by the end of this you, scene. Geez. You want me? You want me to to not call child services? Do you want to keep that baby? Then you gotta get your shit together. All right. I want when I come back here, this place cleaned up. I want it child-proof. I see you got a lot of sharp corners around there. I need... That baby needs a much higher walls on its crib. And I don't know what's wrong with its skin, but it looks like it's got really weird skin. Look, it looks real, like a carrot. Really creeping me out that you're, like, bending your eyeball around the crack in the door like this. <laughs> see this. I can't... Anyway. You've got so many friggin' mirrors in there, I can see all sorts of angles. Oh, whatever. Fine. Whatever. Bye. So what's the good thing? All right. 
Well, the good I, thing is that you have to get your shit together. I, I think it's clear <laughs> that the first responder has uh, successfully intimidated the crookster into uh, trying to get his baby situation right. Like I wasn't already. I love this baby. <laughs> so, so it was easy for him to get what he wanted, but he got what he wanted. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I think it's my turn for... Uh, Why is Poison Ivy in the phone book? <laughs> I just keep getting poison control. There's like a million of them in this city. Damn. God, it's like A through quadruple A poison control. <laughs> it's really annoying. Uh... <laughs> But I, I'm also going to establish a scene for my turn. Uh, the dispatch. This is going to be a flashback. Uh, I'd like to establish the uh, the character oh, bond between. Oh yes, James, please give away your die, your white die. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm going to give it away, and I'll give it. I'll give it to my scene partner, the crookster. All right, there you go, buddy. <laughs> Grind this die into fertilizer and hope it helps the baby. <laughs> So, you know, maybe maybe child control isn't such a bad idea after all. All things considered. <laughs> like I was saying, I'm going to uh, I, I want to do a flashback scene to establish the relationship between the dispatch and first responder. Why they're so uh, uh, joined? Why they're so <laughs> bonded <laughs> that when one soon dies tragically, the I'm other so, will yeah, swear so to avenge it. <laughs> oh, I like that. We don't know which is. <laughs> Which, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, agreed. So this is uh, back when the, the, the dispatch was... Uh, he gr just graduated henching himself and was, uh, uh, you know, uh, an independent guy. Not yet a mastermind, just neither master nor mind, really. But <laughs> Who did he study under as a henchman? Oh, um, Penguin. Penguin. I mean, that that's where... Uh, Dispatch learned the power of a uh, a legitimate front, and what's more legitimate than the cops? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, other than the fact that most everybody already has the cops number and it isn't yours, it's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> Mastermind. <laughs> it's in quotation marks. I put those quotation marks there myself for emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, um. The, the the dispatch back when he was just uh, Mulroney the thug is uh, is knocking over a bank and uh, he's like we, we start in the middle of the heist and uh, the, the getaway driver is a uh, first responder back when he was whatever he was known then all right uh, everybody Hank. my name was Hank Hank well I'm not gonna say it in the middle of this bank Everybody. I already blew it. <laughs> now everybody knows my first name's Hank. We'll be lucky if we don't reveal that my last name is Johnson. That will be really in trouble. Oh, jeez. All right. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Everybody grab your wallets and your purses. Now raise them in your right hand if you can identify the face of Hank Johnson here. <laughs> Uh, All right, I see a few hands up there in the back. Get them up. Get them up. Leave them up. Come on. All right. Uh, Be uh, honest, everybody. Hank, you, you grab those uh, those bags of people who can recognize your face? Yep. Yeah, I got them. 
Okay. I got all of them. Uh, and I pop each of them in the back of the head. But, you know, the camera cuts away because this is the animated series. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it cuts, it cuts, it cuts like, away to, to... It's like a long shot with like, us, uh, like wide shadows on the illuminated on the walls. Now, does anybody else recognize the face of my friend Hank Johnson? No hands go up. I do. I do. All right, he gets plugged in the face too. Sorry. This could go on forever. That's really. what he gets for not being honest the first time. All right. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh... Look, I, I I just wanted to say. Yeah. Can you say it quick in the car? Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Is that your phone? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it. I'm I'm driving as fast as I can. I don't want to crash or nothing. You know, and because of this theme, we got to obey the speed limit, which I think we're going to run into a lot of problems with later. If, you know, we keep we keep doing this. <laughs> I, but I, I just wanted to I just wanted to say how much I appreciate this opportunity. You know, uh, before before I joined up, I didn't have a lot of job prospects uh, and, you know, a lot of people would look at my history and wouldn't wouldn't give me a job and I just think you people like you are doing God's work you know <laughs> alright uh, when you stop at this light because it's yellow right now uh, I want you to take a yeah, left it's yellow right now and slam alright I'm putting, as, my, blink, uh, I'm as putting my blinker Mul on but <laughs> as uh, uh, Hank turns left Eric Mulroney uh, rolls out of the car to the right puts his hand up and gets arrested and says I hope they never catch you, Hank. Under his breath. God. Gee whiz, golly, wow. I can't believe. Oh, now you won't, Curtis. I can't believe he gave that up. <laughs> he was a kid. Life got Jeez. worse for him. I'm not intervening angry, years. I'm amazed. Jeez. So, yeah, that was a black tie. That did not work out well for uh, the man who would become Dispatch. But they, they now, now we know something of the bond that joins them. And uh, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to give this black die to, uh, oh, whoops, I accidentally dragged my name. I'm going to give this black die. I'm going to give this name <laughs> to Now you are Eric Mulroney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, let's just keep doing the nice thing and pass it back to my scene partner, James. That's a black die. Oh, there we go. I, I almost didn't do that, but... It's good for people to have dice. So, Drackle, yeah, are you going to uh, establish or resolve Sans's scene? Hmm. I guess I will establish a, a scene. Okay. What's going to happen in this scene? So, in this scene, uh, I'm going to say this takes place uh, shortly after the phone call we opened with. Okay. Uh, where she uh, has known the mastermind or. The dispatch, or whatever his name is, he has another one like every six months. Uh, yeah, that's they, they can't track me. It's the master. <laughs> if I have a different nickname, the, uh, the, the actual cops will get so confused. <laughs> <laughs> they can't afford computers. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to uh, begin uh, looking into the Crooks' location myself because although. We've known each other for a long time. And uh, I've done. <laughs> it's some in some ways because I've known him for a long time. I want to do some legwork myself. 
Uh, I need to track down the crookster. So I am going to uh, start preparing for uh, the worst, should things go south. Okay, is anyone else with you in this scene? Hmm. I think this is a solitary kind of moment. I'm getting, like, I'm preparing a gun, like, getting a knife ready. Uh, like getting a knife ready? <laughs> Are so you mean, assembling it? Those, Which means those I'm things that knife. assassins It's do. one of those cool knives that shoots the blade. Yeah, like I'm like locking them. Yeah. Got like, I've got a compartment in my boot for it. Oh yeah, it, it's an electric uh, turkey carving knife. <laughs> He's rigging <laughs> up a backpack. <laughs> I hope there's an outlet when I track down the crookster. Hold on a second, I need to... <laughs> Uh, okay, the surrogate father of my mandrake baby we have. <laughs> uh, that should be a scene eventually too, probably. How the hell that happens? I have a good that, idea for. I mean, that could be this scene. That could be my next one because I have okay, an idea. Because you are next. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because this is this is essentially just a a suiting up sequence that I'm thinking okay, so concentrating and then heading out into the streets. I think we should give a white die to reflect. <laughs> he successfully suits up. Well, like, su- successfully gets a lead. Okay, yeah. And, okay. uh, what's, what's your lead into finding the Crookster, or do you want us to help you with that, Dragon Hmm. Well, uh, there is the fact that, uh, sudden, there's an apartment building downtown that has recently gotten a new tenant, uh, who has been acting suspiciously. We put in all this new brutalist stuff. All sorts yeah. of noise complaints. But, but but very like completely different noise every week somehow. All right. So you you've got your knife ready. And gun. I've got I've got your your, your knife gun is good to go, and you have an address, <laughs> a residential nice. address. Uh, who are you gonna give that white die to? Hmm. Let's see. Now keep in mind when you get same color dies, it's good for the person, and opposite color dies are bad for the person. Uh, when you roll for the tilt and the resolution, the sir, you subtract white dies from black dice, and vice versa. And the closer you are to zero, the worse your fate ends up being. Okay, I think I will give this to uh, the dispatch because he needs. He needs help. I have a die now. We're all, he needs his cheddar. <laughs> we, we all played uh, that round clockwise and then sent our dice counterclockwise. Everyone. Every last one of us. <laughs> Fucked up. We're so contrary. Uh, so, it sounds like the Crookster already has a scene ready to establish. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, this is a scene with Sansa and I. Mm-hmm. Where we're both independently doing a crime in the same biological laboratory, mm-hmm. and it somehow comes to blows because we both are after the same thing—probably money, you know, something nice and basic. Well, I was there to assassinate somebody, and he was also the key to whatever. Well, since he, you were there he literally me. had a key, yeah. <laughs> and you were told to recover it, but I want the key too because it's the safe full of money. Mm-hmm. So now we're fighting over the key, and while we're fighting, fight me. I'm getting that key. Like, get the hell out of my way. You came here to kill someone and you did it. Give me the goddamn key. That's all. You're done. Right? What, what business do you have with the key? What business do you have with the key? Don't even worry about it. They say while trading blows. Yeah, totally. It definitely doesn't sound this lame in the animated series. A well-prepared knife flashes in the dim light. 
Oh man, how long did you spend preparing that thing? At least two to three hours. I'm currently a plant themed henchman to sneak into here. (laughs) So all I I have is this rapier that's dressed up like a rose. Foliage acting as camouflage. (laughs) Yeah. And then we stumble back, breaking a door into the experimental laboratory where a giant root. It knocks over several vials. Oh, absolutely. There's like. Uh, that starts a fire. Colored smoke everywhere. And then in the confusion, uh, these terrible roots sneak up behind Sansa and I and get us. Just like. The roots just stab us, basically, and suck out a little bit of DNA mm-hmm. and flow back into the central core and the core starts growing and transforming and changing until it takes the form of a human baby but green the green baby and oh man I'm the one who saw the baby Sansa already got the hell out of here when things started going up in fire and I'm a criminal but I'm not leaving a baby to die like I'm not like Sansa I have a heart clearly (laughs) I'm gonna rescue this dang baby and I, it almost, I almost get caught. I didn't get anything. Months wasted. The no thief money. thinks he's a hero. No money, just a baby. And it no ruins his reputation. Yeah. The reputation is thing is making less and less sense. But you, know you were just I, sent to get a key. Look at what I've, you did. No one's ever going to hire you. Yeah, whatever. I hired. I, I don't understand your we scheme hired either, because you seem to be a master of disguise, <laughs> but you've elected to become the crookster. Look, I don't judge you and your shitty life choices. <laughs> First responder. I got caught by the cops, so I'm going to be one, but bad. <laughs> no, I didn't get caught by the cops. Yeah, well, I'm, ta- I'm going to give this black guy to the guy who did. Oh, snap. Oh. oh, no! No! We've broken the pattern. Yeah. Eat that. And that's to that your scene. Detriment. Whatever. Okay. Uh, so, it's now a time for a scene about first responder. James, are you going to establish or resolve? I am going to resolve. Oh, okay. Well, all, yeah. all this time... Uh, I, I think first responder has the the mobster has been an abject failure in, in finding the crookster. I can only imagine why. But hey, I'm, I warn you, boss. But uh, first responder has, in his always reliable way, has has managed to track him down, and now uh, he's there with uh, I don't know who. Does everybody want to be in the scenes? Like, can uh, we just all show up at the yeah, same, sure, why not? same yeah. time? The dispatch be, is uh, is masterminding this sting, indeed. and Sansa is there because I mean he he's trying to get to the crookster, and first responder she, found the crookster, so this this is where that happens. Yeah, yeah. First responder being on theme is staking it out right now. <laughs> he's sitting in the police cruiser. Eating donuts and uh, watching watching the apartment. Uh, it's really easy because you know the best donut shops that are near your apartment. You know, you barely even had to go anywhere. I know that because that's my job as a henchman to know about all the donut shops. <laughs> I take it seriously. <laughs> Dispatch to Sansa. 
We're ready to move in. <laughs> Just using shoulder radios because we're, we're police. Right. Move in whenever you're ready. I'm not sure about the uh, explosive ordinance you requested use for this job. You've heard of the things that he's done, right? Baby, I have a good feeling about he came in. He came in to steal... He went to a place it's to steal It's not the explosive key. part, it's the penguin that it's strapped to that has me concerned. I, I didn't say anything about a penguin. I'm I just gonna throw it out there. This is also my apartment building. While I'm willing to go along with whatever plan dispatch comes up with, I would like it if my apartment was not blown to smithereens. You should ask the guy you put it on a penguin. I, why did you do that? Baby, let's go to the Mastermind. zoo. Mastermind. I'm gonna take my baby and start heading out the front door. We're going to the zoo. <laughs> I, have, right, we've, I have a day off. Target's on the move. Monster. Target's on the move. First responder, respond. Move in. <laughs> First. Man in a weird-looking baby. Hey, that's All right, really I'm mean. going in. I'm going to ride by. Roll down the window. Hello, sir. What are you doing this afternoon? How are you doing? I'm taking my baby, who you hate, to the zoo. <laughs> were you aware were You aware of how fast you were walking? Yeah, yeah walking speed. Do you have any idea what speed that stroller you're using is coded for? I don't have a stroller. You need to adjust your sunglasses. I am carrying my <laughs> beloved baby in my lovely arms. Ah, uh, that, yeah, in I your imagine, arms. I imagine in your arms, which is not secure or safe. I imagine that Crookster is this just walking is a down the street. Neighborhood. <laughs> Crookster is just watch, walking down the street, and this police car is just inching. Right next to him, causing reaching <laughs> alongside. It's like a big traffic pile I'm, behind you. Don't even worry about. Gonna it. have to oh. write you. I'm gonna have to write you a ticket. Look at the traffic you're causing. What? That's you're causing that. I'm only causing it because I have to give you this ticket. I wish life was more fair, but it is not. <sighs> I'm gonna need you to give me your baby license. <laughs> baby license. Oh, look, here's the subway. Bye. I turn and walk down the stairs to the subway. Um, I turn the I turn the police <laughs> cruiser <laughs> into the stairs to the subway. Uh, I am well, pursuing but... Target. Oh, <laughs> I don't take Target into the underground. <laughs> it's fine. I'm a good driver. Oh, oh boy. Ah, like... jeez. Oh, I think I'm going to start running for the, that train now. I'm not really sure what's happening anymore, but... Uh, All right, he's in the tunnels. He's in the tunnels. I've herded him into the tunnels. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's the... when he comes face to face with a penguin with a bomb strapped to it. Oh First responder god. has apprehended <laughs> the crookster. You know, I've kind of lost track of my motivation in this scene. Is that it for now? Yeah, I think that's the end of the scene. <laughs> it just sees the okay. yeah. the bomb, and that's it. Well, I mean, that's a rock and a hard place right there. <laughs> yeah. Can I either go back up to the stairs, which have a big police cruiser heading down them, or I, I think it's with clear a that the bomb. tainted reputation that needs to be avenged is clearly uh, the Crookster's reputation as a poor father. Just, <laughs> just being harped on by his neighbor and this weird cop. I recognize my weird neighbor policeman. Okay. <laughs> My weird Chippendales neighbor. 
So, uh, who's that white guy going to? You've successfully apprehended the crooks. Oh, boy. And who knows? Like... Ah, so I could either... Just give them all to Ironicus. <laughs> all of the dice. Just every single <laughs> one. I... You know what? I am going to add some chaos to Sansa's life. Because I don't know, Sansa is like put this baby in a dangerous situation at this point by putting a penguin bomb near it. In, in so I, don't think, I, I don't think Sansa really deserves that baby. I'm only told the dispatcher to find him, and he's the one who put a <laughs> bomb on a penguin and threw it into the subway. Yeah, between the two of you, he I'm is a master find under the penguin for the penguin. So yeah, now it's time for the uh, the, pres- the exchange of. The crookster and his his infant for payment promised. That's I'm establishing that scene between uh, dispatch Sansa and I suppose the crookster would have to be there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, and I'd like to find out what goes awry because if I mean you just done and dusted. There you go. Here's your money. This is going to be a pretty boring scene. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm I think the baby is going to reveal hope, its unknown plant baby superpowers right about now. Surprise. So, uh, here he is. Uh, dead or alive, right? I mean, that's still an option. I, I, oh, it's you. I didn't say dead. Oh, well, good thing. Here he is, alive. Handcuffed. Uh, the, the baby is in, like, one of those kitten crates for the vet. <laughs> and it has tiny baby handcuffs on it too. I'm thorough. <laughs> I made these myself. I <laughs> say I'll be keeping your explosive ordinance uh, and the the uh, balance of the fee, please. Yeah, yeah. You made the thing anyway, so you can keep it far away from me and everyone. Uh, I'll be taking this. You're a little squeamish about killing people for a world-class assassin. Perhaps we should put quotation marks around that. I'm squeamish when you are about your methods. Mastermind. Which are not exactly... how? What's the word? Sane. While you two are distracted, I think now is a good... Mm -hmm. I think while you two are distracted, now's a good time to, quick as a flash, step behind the dispatch and hold my handcuffs around his throat, strangling him. Somebody call oh 911! <laughs> nope, you captured me, and now the devil's gonna get his due, buddy. It's just a he, job. He's reaching, he's trying to reach his shoulder radio to, uh, to radio in yeah. first responder, but he's having trouble getting his hands up. Of all people, you'd think a barely... would understand. Oh, jeez. I think now's a good time for the baby to it's, reveal plant baby superpowers, because if the, if the plant baby isn't going to have plant baby superpowers, then what's the point of anything? <laughs> In the meantime, while this is happening, uh, Sansa's going to grab the, the baby carrier and just make for the exit. Oh, you are dead next as soon as this one And is. when the baby when the baby uh, goes to the outside world and the sun hits the baby's skin for the, the first baby time. starts undergoing the process of photo <laughs> First time we were just outside. <laughs> no, you were you were captured after dusk, clearly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This zoo? baby has been using <laughs> this power all along. 
for this baby's superpower is photosynthesis and it doesn't need to be fed like a normal baby <laughs> which, which explains why the crookster was able to keep it alive <laughs> I, I was wondering if I should have bought food at some point you wouldn't eat it all you have to do is water it and leave it in the sun I guess at, at this point the dispatch just blacks out and finds himself unconscious yeah, that sounds good. I'm going to oh, start running after Sansa. Probably dead. <laughs> Tragic. Already? It's only <laughs> I don't know dead. about that quite yet. <laughs> I think it might be more interesting if he's, like, captured and and made an object of vengeance. I don't want another baby. Until he's dead. <laughs> Second baby. I don't want another baby. I'm going to go after Sansa and my baby. Uh, I'll take a black die, and then when it gets around to my turn, we'll figure out if I died or not. <laughs> right. Okay. And I'm gonna give that black die to James. Oh boy, look at that! Things are going. This has been a good game for first responder. Well, All right, Trackle. It is your turn to either establish or resolve a scene. It is Sansa's scene. And it's also the last scene. It is also the last scene of Act 1. Hmm. Let's see. I guess uh, I could resolve the scene. Okay. Uh, so I'm trying to... So it, it, Crookser is... Is Crookser a part of the scene as well? Since he's in person? I don't know. You don't get to establish it if you're resolving it. Oh. Um, so, so what the heck is happening with Sansa right now? Uh, she is hey, just making you. a. <laughs> no, 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 no! It's it's yeah, it's we have to do it. Oh, uh, so Sansa is is back at uh, her headquarters, which are Game of Thrones themed. Oh, uh, Sansa lives in a, a massive high rise apartment. There's enough assassinations in that for moon, it to make sense. Yeah, with a moon door. Um, it's it's. it's <laughs> It's stylized to look like a medieval castle. It's like a, a uh, Thanatos' castle in Gargoyles on top of a skyscraper. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly where it is. Uh, there are giant fiberglass dragon skulls around. Uh, Sansa purchased using assassin money one of the original Dragon Edge uh, egg props from Game of Thrones. Mm. Uh but there is a, a a medieval uh medical area medieval looking medical area although it does have you know better uh equipment Modern of course medies. yeah medies. and the baby is being tested oh my god see sansa needs to know what of her is in this baby and what this baby can do for her in her world-class assassination business Mm. Uh, um, and of course Sansa just being an assassin uh, has a lab assistant I'll be the lab assistant if you want okay okay uh, ma'am or sir do you prefer anyhow the baby uh, is photosynthesizing it's growing uh, how long ago did you say it was born three weeks a month Roughly. This baby is the size of a toddler. <laughs> it's growing at an incredible rate. Mm. I mean, not like overnight adult, but still pretty incredible. Right. 
the uh, soundproof glass in, inside the uh, uh, terrarium there should be able to protect us from its screech, although the, the decibel rating is within tolerable limits, more of a, uh, a jet engine than what it may grow to be. What, what should we do with it? Uh, we need to we keep it alive for now. We, Thank you guys, for not asking we're out me to murder in the this break infant. Room. It, it's, it is technically my child, isn't it? It's my DNA. Uh, yeah, there's like a computer screen that's, you know, <laughs> hidden among the, the medieval accoutrements. But uh, it's got like a DNA strand spiraling around. Sansa goes to sit on the Iron Throne to think <laughs> as she looks at this computer. Hmm. Uh, Whatever happens, this... I think this is the turning point of the scene. So, Drackle, do you want yeah. this to end well or poorly for Sansa? Um, I will say... Do you, do you want to claim a white or black die to give away to someone? If Let's you're see. if you're going to think about it in meta terms. I'd like it to end well. Okay. So, what, what would be a good ending, then? Hmm. For this particular... Yeah, for this particular scene, what, uh... Uh, I think it'd be uh, Hans deciding that this baby is that she wants to keep it. And at that moment, the baby says, "Mama." <laughs> Cut to black. Done. 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 Done.